Welcome to the New Wolsey Theatre Podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Zanna. And I'm Catherine. Come with us behind the scenes where we take you backstage, on stage, front of house and everywhere in between. episode we're chatting to the wonderful Robert Dawes actor playing PG Woodhouse in Woodhouse in Wonderland which is coming to the New Woolsey on the 16th through to the 18th of March. Hello Robert. Hello Zanna how are you? I am very well thank you and thank you for joining us and how are you? You know I'm very well I'm uh, I'm having a, a lovely time we started the tour a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and we're, we're traveling around the United Kingdom with some considerable haste and uh, basically making our way as swiftly as we possibly can to the Wolsey at Ipswich. Well, the main event, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Have you ever been been to the New Wolsey before? I have got a confession. I have never been to Ipswich. Oh, Oh, wow. How how that has happened, I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, Ipswich is a a, a wonderful place because I know people who who, who live there and and love it, but I've never been, and the Ipswich reputation goes, uh, Wolsey's reputation goes before it. It's one of the the best regional theatres in the country. So I'm happily making amends (laughs) for that oversight. And very happily saying all the right things too. Thank you. No, no. It's absolutely true. Well, I, I come from the neighbouring county, you see. I'm mm. an Essex boy. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, uh, and Suffolk's one of my favourite countries. My my grandfather and grandmother used to retire, if you could say it was retiring, to a pub uh, in uh, the Colne Valley in a little place called Pedmarsh. So mm. we used to visit regularly mm. and, uh, and, mm. and cross the border, very <laughs> yes. happily so. so yes. But I... never quite met. Never quite made it to Ipswich. Yeah, no, I know where that is. It's near Bures, isn't it? I know exactly where you mean. It's it is exactly yeah. there. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's get back to Woodhouse. Yes. Tell us a bit how you first got involved with this fabulous show. Well, it was an idea that came to me. I was uh, approached to take over uh, the role of Jeeves in uh, West End production of P.G. Woodhouse book. Uh, with Steve Mangan and uh, Matthew McFadden. Mm. This was about seven years ago. And uh, I went to see it and had a fantastic time. It was absolutely brilliant. Mm. But for all sorts of reasons, technical and mostly, uh, it, I didn't do it because I think I was contracted to, well, I know I was contracted to do something else. Mm. But while I was there, I got talking to all sorts of people and they were excited about seeing, talking about, you know, the books and everything else. Mm. But it occurred to me that very few of them knew much about the author. And this stuck with me. And a, a few years before that, I'd done uh, the BBC Radio 4 book at bedtime, which was uh, uh, spread over the week, which was a reading of uh, Robert McCrum's excellent biography of P.G. Woodhouse, A Life. So I was sort of genned up as to the extraordinary life that P.G. Woodhouse had had. Mm. And so it occurred to me, I thought, well, maybe there's an idea for this. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I picked up a phone to my dear friend, William Humble, Bill Humble, mm-hmm. Emmy Award-winning writer, a very clever cove that he is. I said, do you fancy an idea of working on a solo performance piece about the life of P.G. Woodhouse? He said, I've just spent the last two years writing a treatment for a P.G. Woodhouse film that is now not being made, so you've caught me at exactly the right time. <laughs> that's where that's where it started. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's yeah. where it started. A nice piece of timing. 
for yeah. sure. <laughs> yes, a little synchronicity is, is always useful in life. <laughs> Could you tell us a bit more about who Woodhouse was? Yes, well, but, but most obviously, I guess. I mean, he's considered to be the greatest comic writer in, in the world mm. um, for his extraordinary um, uh, and prolific uh, working life that he had uh, and the vast numbers of comic books and serials and letters and goodness knows what, all the things that he did. Um, uh, and uh, and that's worldwide. It's not just in this country. I mean, he's got huge followings in yeah. in India, in the States, Canada, you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone knows P.G. Woodhouse. Mm. Um, and uh, really, he what meant, meant not a lot of people do know, and this is another one of the reasons for doing uh, the play, was that before he'd even written his first Jeeves and Worcester novel, or Blanding's Castle uh, stories, he was the leading lyricist uh, on Broadway. An extraordinary feat for, for an Englishman, but he went to America in 1908 and established himself as a writer over there. Um, he was attracted to America, as many people were, uh, you know, in that decade, and and I still are, and established himself with a very, very nice career writing for newspapers and journals in New York uh, and in New York literary circles. And he was approached, well, or ab- approached as a story in the play, which I won't go into, but you find mm. out how he started writing lyrics mm. over there. And he formed a partnership with the composer Jerome Kern, the legendary Jerome Kern, and Guy Bolton. Guy Bolton write the, wrote the book, uh, mm. K- uh, Jerome Kern wrote the music, and P.G. Woodhouse wrote the lyrics. And the three of them had a huge run of hugely successful musicals. Mm. Uh, which uh, at one time they had five musicals playing on Broadway at the same time, which is a record that's never been broken. So not many, as Michael Caine would say, not many people know that. And and they still don't. So Mm. in the play that we're bringing to to the Wolsey, we are, it has some of his very well-known hits that many people don't even realise he wrote the lyrics for and other of his songs and it explains the fusion of his uh, musical comedy years with his obviously um, golden literary Mm. um, career. So that's the essence of what the play is is about but Mm. along the way of course we meet many of his most famous characters uh, and and situations (laughs) and learn about how he wrote no spoilers here, but he, he really did meet a Jeeves in his real life. This is interesting because one of the things that he always denied is that any of his work was inspired by real life. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, anyone who knows his works will know that uh, very often people just associate, oh, doesn't he write about toffs and, 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 and rich people? Well, yes, to some degree, mm. uh, a, a lot. But he, he does it in quite a subversive way. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I mean, you know, generating much laughter at their expense. Mm. And he always said that uh, Jeeves he didn't actually meet a Jeeves. It, all his books are set in Edwardian England, mm. but it is a fantasy Edwardian England mm. that never really existed. Mm. Um, and uh, so none of his characters, he said, were inspired by real life uh, or, or drawn from anyone he mm. knew. They just sort of emerged in his imagination mm. and turned up. In fact, the very first time Jeeves appeared in one of his novels, he only had two lines. Um, and he's, <laughs> as he said, it took a long time for mm. Jeeves' true talents to sort of dawn on him. Mm. Um, but then he realised he was onto a, a winner with the mm. butler. 
yeah. line of, of work and, and went on from there. Yeah, it's extraordinary, isn't it? And it, I think, um, forgive me, my knowledge is really only around Jeeves and Worcester. So, but there's a lot of that set in America. So that must have all come from actually really being in there at the time in that in that period of time. Oh, yes. I mean, and one of the things, yeah, I mean, he he was, he had his American stories or whatever, but in mm. his mind, this is what the play is about. He lived in a bu- bu- bubble. He, um, a self-imposed discipline. He was one of the most disciplined of writers. Mm. He'd get up every morning, he'd do his exercise regime, his mm-hmm. daily dozens, he called them. He'd have his breakfast, he'd work all through the morning, mm. go for a walk with his dogs in the afternoon, come back, have a lovely martini cocktail with his wife, and then carry on working into the evening. And he Gosh. did this every single day for decades. So the play looks into that as well. Yeah. How does yeah. a genius, which is what he's considered, uh, how does he work? And also in the play, it draws on lots of his personal experiences. And although he tried to live in a little bubble, the real world did burst that bubble mm-hmm. on occasions quite dramatically. And he had to survive all sorts of uh, different things, which he, he would have much preferred not to have gone through, of course. Mm-hmm. So the play deals with that particular drama as well. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the whole point of the evening is to inform, entertain and and sing some lovely songs. Yeah. So, um now, you yeah. mentioned those songs. Which songs do you think we yeah. know? Which songs well, would probably, surprise us that we thought, I never knew he wrote that? I think you, uh, well, he wrote lyrics to a song called You're the Top. You're the Top. And Anything Goes. Oh. Uh, he wrote the, 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 the lyrics for the London version Gosh. of that, which Cole Porter said, would you write the lyrics? So they are for the London version, which he did very successfully. So we've got that version. Mm-hmm. And lots of other ballads and comic comic songs. We've got mm. a, a song about hunting for his dog, which was recorded <laughs> by Bing Crosby. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's quite a, uh, eclectic in that sort, in that sense. Mm. But, um, mm. yeah. It's a one-man show. How do you find being the only one on stage? How, how, you know, hard is it to kind of keep that audience engaged throughout the whole show? Well, I don't know. You probably have to ask the audience that. <laughs> That's I mean, very I, true. I, very true. I, I don't think. I don't feel as if I am on my own, really. I mean, obviously, mm. I am the only actor there, but I'm surrounded by his characters, and lots of his characters, you know, are coming. You know, I share the stage with Jeeves and Worcester and Lord Emsworth and uh, the Empress of Blandings, which, of course, is a pig. Um, uh, <laughs> my wife is is off stage, which is interesting because uh, that's uh, a, a Voices Off, which are actually supplied by my own wife, Amy, makes it rather rather nice mm, when you're yeah. away from home. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't feel as if I'm on my own, sure, really. Yeah. And hopefully the audience won't feel as if, as if it's just me. <laughs> no, as no. well. Um, so uh, Bill's managed to write a, 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 a beautiful play. Mm. I was just going to ask: Have you done anything like this before? Like you know, sort of one one man shows? Uh, I did do one about thirty five years ago, right? Uh, which uh, I thoroughly enjoyed, but it, it it certainly was it was sort of more for readings and and charities and things like this. Nothing on this scale. Yeah, uh, really. So um, I've left it a bit late to fully explore that particular um, type of uh, of theatre. But uh, I must admit, I'm enjoying it. The original idea when I was speaking to Bill is, uh, I don't know whether you guys have ever seen that wonderful black and white ink drawing of Charles Dickens. And he's sitting in his study in his home in Rochester mm-hmm. in Kent and he's musing and above his head. Uh, as in, car- as if in cartoon bubbles, are all his famous 
many of his famous creations, Macorber, Oliver Twist, Little Dorrit, Nancy, and all these things, and sort of stacking above his head. Mm. I said, that's the sort of image we want, but there is P.G. Woodhouse on stage, and just above his head and coming in, into land, mm. uh, as as it were, and, and, and showing themselves are all these famous characters that he he uh, he created and uh, people mm. have loved reading for so mm. many years. Yeah. Mm. And and the reviews have been really great so far as well. People are really really enjoying it. And um, what what are you most enjoying oh, about the show so far? I, I'm in, I'm enjoying the liveness of it. I mean, the yeah. wonderful thing about theatre is, is is live, and and the response is lovely because I think people coming along don't quite know what to expect. Sure. Um. It, it, and the, one of the great things about it is it's and it got had a lovely audience response. They've been absolutely um, fantastic, but um. You know, it it seems to be working very well for people who obviously know uh, Woodhouse's work, mm. uh, and for people who've never yeah. read a single book or know mm. anything, or even seen a you know a film or a television uh, version mm. of, of it. So uh, that's very satisfying. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it you you don't have to be a Woodhouse aficionado uh, to enjoy the show, which is uh, which is is great to know. You know an awful lot about P.G. Woodhouse. Are you ready for Celebrity Mastermind? <laughs> <laughs> dun, da, da, da. <laughs> No, uh, I really? Have, I have been asked to. I have been asked to appear on that once, and I turned it down. Uh, far, far too much of a coward. But seeing as it's tips, which of course I'll bend my rule. We'll do. We'll do a post-show talk after, and we'll have the audience just grill you. Uh, Multiple choice questions. Yeah. I've got one more question before we start winding down. This is such a joy talking to you. Right, this is a hard one, and it's not in the not in the script. Are you ready? Yeah. You. Far away have done so much amazing work over a few years, Robert. Um, yeah, there's a few years now. It's only a few. Um, <laughs> can you pick out one moment in that career so far that has been probably your most joyous, the best? Well, that's very easy to answer, oh, really. Good. Okay. Uh, and the, the, the word I'm, I'm going to have to use is no. Because <laughs> 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 I've been... I've, I've, I, I've been, I've had such a, a lovely time. As I say, I've, I've made a nuisance of myself all over the place, and it's one of the lovely things about what used to be called. I don't think it's fashionable to call it anymore. Uh, it used to be called a, a character actor, which means that you don't get just cast because it's it's you. You get you're able to play a, a range of different characters. Mm which is what I've always uh, loved mm. and, and found challenging. Mm. So uh, within, to answer your question as best I can, lots, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got I've got to work with uh, some wonderful writers, you know, people mm. like uh, Richard Harris and John Sullivan and uh, and now uh, William Humble and, and what have you. And, and uh, to my mind, the, the writers have always had it because they provide what you have to do. They mm. tell the stories and and the better the writer, mm. um, hopefully the better the, uh, the, the outcome. So, yeah, I mean, I've been very fortunate. I mean, I suppose if you push me, working with John Sullivan was marvellous. I enjoyed doing The Jeeves and Whistle, which was my first break into television. It really was. Oh, yeah. That was, that was uh, we did four series of um, 
Jeeves and Worcester with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie, mm-hmm. um, which was terrific fun. And that really immersed me in the whole mm-hmm. uh, business of Jeeves and Worcester. So that was a, a, a great joy. Outside Edge, which was a cricketing comedy that I did. And, and more recently, I guess, things like um, The Royal and Poldark and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the series I'm sort of appearing in uh, at the moment, which is Sister Boniface. So every job has its different challenges, mm-hmm. but every job has its, has its particular joy. So mm-hmm. I consider myself blessed that I've had lots of different experiences mm. to the point that I can't really pick out anyone no. as being the best. It was a completely unfair question, but you answered it eloquently. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and obviously, you know, you're, gonna, you're, you're coming here next month, so that's probably going to end up top of the list for the, for, for the, for the career, right, as, as top moment, I think. Uh, yes, yes, we look forward to your future I'm, interviews. <laughs> I'm embracing myself to be able to answer any further. If anyone asks me that again yeah. uh, uh, in six weeks' time, I will be able to answer with the greatest possible ease. <laughs> and, uh, and in fact, I'll say, I'm surprised you even have to ask. <laughs> you do know I've been to Ipswich. Um, uh, yeah, you um, wait till you get so here. <laughs> I, you know, I really can't. I'm really, really. I'm, I'm, it's easy to say, but I really am looking forward <laughs> to coming to the Aussie. It's one of those things I can't believe that I've, I've I've never been there. I've got loads of friends who've worked and had wonderful times. Yeah. The reports yeah. have always been smashing, and and of course, you know, the, the standard has always been fantastically high uh, at that theatre. So yes, it's uh, it's on. It's been on my bucket list for a while, and yeah. I finally managed. I'm hoping to be able to just tick it off in a couple of weeks time <laughs> oh we're looking forward to having you here yeah mm. one last well, question i think we've got before before we do yeah, let you go sure. what would you say to anyone who's not sure about booking for this show what what would you say to persuade them well i would say that uh if you know woodhouse or if you don't it doesn't matter the evening is uh, one of comedy mm-hmm. uh and and pathos is too there's some you know some very, very dramatic moments in it as well. And the whole idea of the show is not to inform. It's not like a, 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 a dry, you know, come and see it because you're studying. Not at all. It's, it's, it's a play that's meant to be entertaining. Mm. So the aim is that people will go out whistling the songs and with a smile on their face. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to say that seems to be the response uh, we're getting um, at the moment. And we're joyously happy about mm. that. So if you want a, 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 a nice evening theatre full of music, uh, laughter, but with a fantastic narrative tale, mm. then uh, maybe, maybe this is the show for you. Great, lovely, sounds thank good. You. Thank you, Robert. That's been wonderful, and thank you so much for taking the time for talking to us. And it's um... absolute pleasure, Zana and and Jack. <laughs> thanks very much for putting up for me. And, <laughs> and I suppose from Windsor, it's over and out. Ipswich, I'm on my way. The red carpet is out. Lovely. It's a pleasure talking to you. And maybe see you at the theatre. No, no, we'll definitely yes. we'll be yeah, yeah. we'll be there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's absolutely great. Well, listen. T- all the best. Take care, Robert. Before you go, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Mark here, the yeah. uh, the producer. Um, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned your, you mentioned your bucket list in the podcast. There's one thing on my bucket list I'd like to say. What's what, that? What, oh, Tuppy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. What, oh, back to you and tinkety tonk. <laughs> thank you very much. That's going to be Brilliant. my ringtone. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Cheerio. Take care. All, you. all the best. Good luck. Good luck at all. Bye. Bye. For anyone interested in Woodhouse in Wonderland, it's running at the New Wolsey Theatre from Thursday the 16th to Saturday the 18th of March with a post-show talk available on the Friday. Tickets can be booked on our website at wolseytheatre.co.uk or over the phone on 01473 295 900. And that's a wrap. Well that's done. A wrap. 
That was a really good That's one. Great. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, really well good. Excellent. Yeah. I think we deserve a mini egg. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends about us and give us a share on social media. If you'd like to get involved with our podcast, please drop us an email to podcast at woolseytheatre.co.uk. We have a full and exciting programme of shows, activities and events throughout the year. For more information, visit our website at woolseytheatre.co.uk or call the box office on 01473 295 900. The New Woolsey Theatre is a registered charity and relies on funding partners, investors and donations. We gratefully acknowledge the support of Arts Council England, Suffolk County Council and Ipswich Borough Council. This podcast is for entertainment purposes, is produced and managed by our friends at podtalk.co.uk and is the copyright of the New Woolsey Theatre. (laughs) 